The Telework PH Business Process Outsourcing Podcast, a podcast dedicated to breaking through the cultural barriers and changing the way we look at outsourcing to the Philippines. I'm BizDev Jeff, your host. I'm the Business Development Manager for Telework PH. Thanks so much for joining. And as always, a special thank you to all who have been listening and following my content on LinkedIn and Instagram. And if you haven't yet and you want to find me on those platforms, all you got to do is search BizDev Jeff. Connect with me and I'll show you how outsourcing some of the non-core aspects of your business, like customer support, back office operations, or even data annotation, can open up a whole new world. And in return, you'll be helping our mission to make an impact on poverty here in the Philippines. Right, so on to today's topic and a very, very special guest, Miss MJ Felizarta. Uh, she's the founder of Bubble Media and Company, which is a social media management company, among other things. Uh, now, you know, one of the great things about doing a podcast is you get to meet new budding entrepreneurs who are taking a chance bootstrapping a startup. MJ was one such person. She decided after a run of bad luck to take the skills that she'd learned and her passion and start her own company. Now, also keep in mind that this is her very, very first podcast, but we had a great chat about her humble beginnings uh, to where she is now, and we discussed posting and advertising on LinkedIn and other social media, among other topics. It was a great conversation. Let's listen in. Hey, MJ, thank you for being here on Telecast PH with us today. How's it going? Yeah, it's good. Thanks for having me, Jeff. It's, it's, it's a privilege to be here. Well, it's definitely a pleasure for us. Uh, so why don't you just go ahead and jump right in and tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, what you do. I am the founder of Bubble Media and Co. Um, I have just relaunched it, actually. It's, it's, it, it used to be my freelance business that I had just started um, about a year ago, like around May of 2019. And then um, I decided to relaunch it as a social media agency because that's where I want to focus and that's where I want to work in. I mean, the field that I'm really inclined to. So I have relaunched it and um, have partnered with some three other great friends that are also uh, great at what they do. I, use, I, I was working as a social media specialist in a BPO company. For, uh, it's an Australian company for more than two years. And then I decided to quit because I miss working from home. It's before that as well. Um, I was, I already started working from home in 2013 as a virtual assistant. And then before that, I was in, a, in the BPO industry, the call center industry, for about seven years, working as a customer service agent and then became a performance analyst it's a it's a team lead role where i manage people in a team of people and focus more on the quality of their calls i listen to calls evaluate them and then the last um call center type of work i have was with um an american publishing company 
I work there as a publishing consultant, so it's basically a sales consultant. We call them, it's outbound. And then I went, I worked there for two years exactly, left the company, rest for a bit, and then that's when I started as a virtual assistant in 2013 and fell in love with it. I fell in love with the idea of working at home and having the flexibility uh, to do my work. And, um, and, and kind being of being my, uh, your own boss. Yes, kind of like that. And, um, and, and fell in love with working. Uh, I fell in love with the idea of working with Australians. Um, I think it's, they're, they're great to work with, same as with Americans. Um, they're, they're, they're very generous, and kind, and, and very affirming to what you do. So yes, so I, I, I serve as his, um, I serve as a client as um, an executive, a virtual executive assistant. So I do everything, whatever, whatever he told me to do. So that's for about three years. And then something happened. His business wasn't doing really well anymore because it's a recruitment agency and you know it fluctuates the the flow of um leads fluctuates and his business wasn't really doing well at the time so he has to let go of me so yes and uh, during that time it was also when i started um a direct selling business like selling um what do you call this health products have you ever heard of USANA? I personally haven't, no. I, and I hope that they're not listening. <laughs> I apologize that I haven't heard of that. but uh. <laughs> It's all right. It's a U.S. brand, by the way. It's, it, they sell uh, food supplements or vitamins. Oh, okay. um, they have, the, yeah, they have the, the, the highest quality type of uh, vitamins. It's really, it's really good. It's really good. So I decided to do that. But then um, it didn't turn out fine eventually because my mom got sick. Um, it was in 2016. So it, that didn't work out. And um, I wanted to go, go and find another stream of income and another, I mean, I went, I went ahead and find for work, but it seems like nothing was working. It was really I can't really forget 2016 that's like the worst year of my life it's like it's it's second to I mean it's it's 2020 now it's kind of similar to that it's just that we're all in the same shit right now <laughs> right so that that was like the the defining year for you is that the year you decided to um to go into business for yourself it, I mean was it born out of necessity or to that, that, mm. that you found that passion or? Um, I think we always have been in family. We always, I mean, I got it from my mother's side. We always have been, we, we always have this um, entrepreneurial mindset because mm -hmm. I always see my mom doing her own shit. Like he hasn't, she hasn't finished um, college. She just, I think, reached second year high school. But I'm so amazed by her ability to grow a business from a very small capital. Um, I've seen her. I've seen her grow 
from just a, a little um we call it painitan it's it's like she would prepare coffee and there's there's um bread for you and then you just pay her something like that mm-hmm. and from that it grew to like a very big sari sari store and then she sells rtw and then to lending money to people it's it's crazy so i think i got it from her and i always ever since i always I always wanted to have my own business while I'm still working. It's just that I just couldn't really figure out what I really wanted to do. And then um, while figuring that out, uh, I'll try many things, but it didn't really work out. And then um, while, I, while I was in great turmoil during 2016, we badly need money, so I need to go back to her. She she don't want me to because she doesn't feel safe when I'm not around. She she doesn't feel secure when I'm not around. But I really have to, so I was in panic mode. Um, didn't think about it. Kind of took away the entrepreneurial mindset in me. So I went back to the employee mindset. So I applied for a job. That's when. I work as a social media specialist in one of the BPO company here. And, that, and that's where you, you found that love and, and, and gained that experience, huh? Yes, yes. And you know what, what's funny? Um, I started rough in that company. They gave me that first client because the, the, the long-term client that I have with them was not really my first client. They gave me that first Australian client and she was so difficult to deal with. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, my God, whatever I do, she always has something to say and she really just doesn't appreciate it. And she even tells, I mean, she even, I, I even have read my TL's um, email calling me things that I don't like want to hear it and things that I don't believe that I am. Because wow. she, she <laughs> yes, it's, it's crazy. But of course, I was just being professional with her. But I really thanked her. If I would get the chance to see her in person or interact with her again, I would really thank her big time because she made me realize what I really wanted to do. She made me realize that I want to be in the marketing field. I want to be in the social media field. And yes, and then I realized that I can make a business out of it. So when I left the company, that's when I decided to just launch my own freelance business. At the time, I was just offering anything based on my skills, but more still uh, focused on social media. I was able to gain clients uh, through LinkedIn, through organic reach on LinkedIn. And um, it's one of the best places to find, to find clients, you know, to to make those, uh, to make those connections and, and have those conversations. Now we've gotten right. this far in the, in the podcast and, and I wanted to, I wanted to stop right here for a second and, and let our listeners okay. know um, the one thing that we didn't touch up on is, is where you're from. Um, and MJ is from the Philippines. And the reason yes. why I let it go this long was because I wanted everybody to hear how you speak and because you have perfect oh. English <laughs> with like Thank zero you. accent. 
And um, I know you. that I, I run into a lot of clients and that's the first thing that, come, that they ask is, well, do they speak English there? And a lot of them, you know, they find it hard to believe that, that Filipinos, uh, you, know, Filip, you know, Filipinos um, speak English as well as you do and, or as well as, as uh, right. uh, you know, our CEO, Marja Viso, um, and myself. Uh, I'm not Filipino, but I'm Filipino at heart, I think. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, MJ lives in Cebu City, which is in in Visayas, right? Uh, which is a different island uh, than what, where I am. Um, the Philippines right. has three islands. You know, uh, we got Luzon, Visayas, and and Mindanao. And and the interesting thing um, about Visayas is you don't speak Tagalog; you speak Cebuano. Yes, <laughs> you know? yes, we speak Cebuano mostly. <laughs> right. Um, and we're bad at Tagalog, right. most of us, a lot of us. Because I, I remember the, the first year that I lived in the Philippines, I actually lived in Mindanao. And uh, so oh, yeah. I learned a lot of Cebuano. Mm -hmm. uh, and so when, when I came here to Luzon and they speak Tagalog, I went to the, uh, to, the, to the market, to the Palenque, as we call it in the Philippines, mm -hmm. it's called the Palenque. Um, and I said, you know, looking at some tomatoes and I was like, Pila. And and they don't. They, that's they, it's it's here. It's it's Macano, you know. And so they're looking at me like really weird because like like Pila means to to line up. <laughs> you yes, know what I'm yes. saying? So it's like it's like a, it's, it's so a, funny. Yeah, it, it was a, it's a totally different thing, and I, and I don't know yeah. if a lot of people know that uh, how many languages. I mean, there's only a hundred million people, 110 million people in the Philippines, and there's like 700 languages. So I still think it's amazing how, you know, a, a, a lot of Filipinos can, can host so many languages going on in their head and, and even master them, um, especially English. But yeah, so I just wanted to point that out to our listeners that, you know, as well as you speak and as well as you have the articulation and the, uh, and the lack of any kind of real detectable accent, that you are, in fact, uh, Filipina. So getting back to yeah. Bubble Media, Bubble, where'd you get that name? Um, it was actually from a friend. Um, she, I, I knew her, I knew her through work as well. Um, I work with an Australian client and she, she was assigned to look after me. She's like the, the project manager of that client at the time. And we became friends. She's from Davao City. Her name is Glenda. I thank her for this. I was, I was, I was talking to her. We were like just chatting, you know, chatting whatever stuff and talk about business and freelancing and what have you. Stuff that we have common ground with. And then I was like, I call him Mama. She, she's not really that old. She's like three to two to three years older than me, but she's kind of look after me like I'm her daughter. And I call her. I call her mama. I'm like, mama, I, I want to. I want to relaunch my business, especially the, the these trying times. I feel like. I feel like. This is this isn't really the the name of the business. And then she came up with bubble. And I asked her why why bubble, and she told me, well, social media is created like a bubble. It, it's floating. It does not exist without oxygen, and. Just like social media, it fuels a lot of aspect. Um, it, it, it's very rich. Social media, social, social media is very rich. 
and it can be just contained in one shape, but when it bursts, you get amazed by it. You can just focus on one platform, but once you master it, once you get a hang of it, it can then burst into different platforms and that could help you grow your business. And that really makes sense to me. Oh, absolutely. So, and it, it, and the, 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 the name bubble just sounds really cute and, you know, friendly and fun. And, and that's, that's, that's the kind of um, company I want. I mean, that's the kind of name I want to have. It's cute, fun, friendly, yet we mean business. That's, that's the kind of attitude I want to have in this, in this company. So that's when, that's when I went with Bubble Media and Co. So what kind of services do you, do you offer? What, 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 do you, uh, what, what are you doing for your clients now? Um, the services that we offer are social media management and marketing. Um, we, can, we can help them with organic marketing. If they don't, if they're not really, if they're reluctant to do paid ads, but we can also offer paid ads as well, like Facebook ads, LinkedIn ads, and what have you, social media paid ads. We can do that. And we have a great pool of talent that we can tap. Uh, we can tap with and help them. And um, we also help them with branding, illustrations, graphic designs, video editing, web design and develop, development. I, these things are kind of connected, still connected to marketing. So that is why we're still offering this and SEO too. So what is, uh, you know, I hear the word a lot and now I'm not an SEO guy and I'm not a marketer. Um, yes. No, we have, we have a marketing department here and they're always throwing around that, you know, the language that you were just using basically. What is um, what, the organic marketing? When you say that, what does that mean? Organic marketing, in my own understanding, is when you're able to reach out to your target audience without having to pay anything, with zero cost. Um, you're not paying for advertisement and what have you. It's all pure content. Um, and it's all... Um, sometimes it's user-generated. Sometimes it's it's... It's your, it's your patrons or your loyal fans who's making the spread of your content and that helps you reach more people. That's organic marketing. So anything, any efforts in social media that's not paid is organic marketing. Gotcha. Understood. So right now your, your main focus has been LinkedIn, right? Yes. The reason why my focus is LinkedIn is because of its organic reach. It's just astonishing. Um, and, 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 I, and I have seen many businesses who have benefited from it, who had, who had, who, whose business, uh, businesses took off or whose business have taken off because of LinkedIn and they didn't even invest a dime in advertising. All they did was just show up every day, put out good content out there, um, and voila, the, the business just grew, and uh, they're able to gain clients. So that's that's really amazing. And LinkedIn is is at, at its peak right now. 
when it, it's still at its peak right now when it comes to organic reach. I know, and I know other social media people can relate to this, that it would change eventually, just like Facebook. Facebook used to have a very good organic reach, but that is different now. Um, Facebook organic reach has really dwindled down and that's because they're wanting you to do more paid ads. And right now with LinkedIn, organic, organic reach, reach is still good. And so now yeah. that, that's, that's the thing about, about uh, a social media and why somebody would turn to a company like Bubble, uh, Bubble Media & Co. is because basically it, it does, if, if you're going to do it and you're going to do it right, you have to be consistent. And I know that a lot of small businesses right. and, and stuff like that, um, you know, entrepreneurs don't, that they find it difficult to be consistent. Even myself with my own posts, exactly. um, I, I, I find it sometimes extremely difficult to be consistent with posting um, in order to get that organic reach, as you've mentioned, um, in order to, 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 mm -hmm. to keep up on things. Um, you know, I like to put out content on LinkedIn, Instagram. I just started with TikTok. Um, and mm -hmm. not only finding the time, you know, to, to write the post, it, it takes me a, a good 40 minutes to an hour if I'm going to put out a really good post, um, you know, just to write it and then to make sure that I have it, you know, I, the, the right time. Uh, of the day, um, the, to hit the right hashtags for what I'm doing. So there's a lot that can go into social media marketing right. um, and so, social media management. And when they when they would come to you, that's just one less thing off their mind. They know that they're getting that outreach because social media is huge. It's where everybody is hanging out these days. Great. Um, it, it's it's some would. It's it's good that you point that out because some people just think social media is easy it's just merely posting it's just you know going out there and just post whatever you want but it's not like that when you're in a business you have to think about what you post you have to think about your audience your target audience not just any audience because you can just put it out there and shoot anybody <laughs> without any target right so that's the idea that's that's the idea so you have to know their pain points what do what does your audience want to talk about how can they relate to you? What's your hook? It's a whole lot of work. Um, you just mentioned hashtags. You, you, and and it's, it's pretty dynamic. You have to really get updated with the trends and what's, what's going on with the algorithm, what's the, what's, what really works now that doesn't really work before, mm -hmm. stuff like that. And you, you have to, you know, um, listen to other experts as well and you you have to learn from other people do your own research do your own tests it involves a whole lot of things and um, if you're a business owner and you're busy with 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 gaining more clients and there there's a whole lot in your plate and and then you st and then you have social media i don't think you would have the time to keep up with everything so yeah so that's that's why you need companies like us social media agencies like us who can take care of the social media side of things who can it can help you increase your visibility uh keep you keep your presence um and and, and keep that consistency so, like i was just talking about yes 
Yes, that's right. And, and because um, people forget, people forget if, 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 I mean, you, you're in the business for a while and you notice that even big companies still advertise themselves, even if they're already well-known in say Coca-Cola, for example, I don't know if they're, I, I, I had someone tell, told me that they're not doing ads anymore, but I mean, they, when they were, when they're already big, they're still doing ads, right? They're, they're still showing up. So if you're, if you're just a small business owner, if you're just new and you're, you're not as big as Coca-Cola, the more reason you have to be consistent and you have to, and, and, and nowadays people during the pandemic, it seems like online, I mean, use of gadgets and being online is, is, is well, it's higher. Yeah, it's skyrocketed. Yeah, it's skyrocketed right now because people are just, most people are just at home. So the more, the more reason you have to show up, the more reason you need someone to help you with that. I remember when, uh, you know, I, I first entered into this, you know, into being business development manager and mm-hmm. talking to clients and, and I, I really hadn't explored LinkedIn. I, you know, the, the, my, my, my biggest social media I had, I had prior to that was Facebook and Twitter. So of course, when mm-hmm. I landed my first client, I, I put a post on Facebook and I got like 40, 50, 60 likes. You know, I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, I landed my first client. I put a post on LinkedIn and it was crickets. And you know, and I, w- I was a little discouraged at first, but then when I thought about it, I'm like, well, of course my Facebook page is full of people that I know. They're, they're, yes. they're, they're, they're already, they're my friends, they're my family, they're, you know what I mean? So, so it, it's it's all people that are gonna that, you know they're they're going to uh, to want to like my stuff. But then you get on LinkedIn and it's all of these people. I don't even know how millions of people. Uh, of course, your your content doesn't get out to millions of people. However, you know even the few that it, it does go through on their feed, they don't know you. You know, mm-hmm. so so the yeah. I mean, the goal is to keep showing up in their feed until eventually. Your target, your target clients, uh, the, the, your target audience begins to take notice of, of you know what you what you've got to say. And 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 one of the, one of the things you have to remember, I, I just actually I don't know if you have seen my post today. Um, let me just get to that. I think I, I just posted about yeah I just I just posted about five questions you need to ask when creating content. You need to ask yourself when creating content. And, and this is just based on my experience and my opinion, but I think it, it makes sense. When, when you're putting out content out there, you have to think about the audience. Uh, what are they getting out from your content? Um, is it going to resonate for them? Um, you have to think if it's valuable for them. It's not just, I just mentioned earlier, it's not about just posting in, posting whatever you want. It's about, I, I, I always, this, this term kind of, this phrase kind of stick into my, stick in my head, stuck in my head. Uh, I got this from Nathaniel Beebe. He's also one of the LinkedIn experts from Australia. He has also his own marketing company. I think it's a marketing company too. And uh, he said, you have to dump value 
in the platform, not take from it. Keep dumping value on the platform until you're able to earn. That's that's his term, dump value. And I kind of love that. I like I like I love that term. Yeah, I like that. Yes, I like that. That, that. Yeah, that sounds nice. And, we, and and yeah, and before most people or most businesses just want to take, take and take, and they always post stuff like, I mean, they they're so salesy. They they pitch, and people are kind of uh, sick of that. So not people doesn't really care about that anymore. They care about people care. Uh, they, they care more about who's giving them more value, who's, who are giving them uh, the information that they're looking for. And then is, it, is your message timely and sensitive? Just like when you put out content during uh, the riot or during the, the crisis in, the, in your country right now, which is, uh, which, which sparked a protest. What happened? I mean, George Floyd, what happened to George Floyd has, has sparked a protest in, in whatever is going on in the U.S. right now. And you are not, and you just put out content out there and we're not, and without thinking what's going on in the world right now, and you just be insensitive, that is going to, that is going to be detrimental for your business. So you have to make sure that it's your message is timely and sensitive and and genuine. It, I just meant, and, and, and yeah, genuine. And genuine. Yeah. And be, be sincere. Because good thing you mentioned that because I know and I've read some, you know, posts from one of my friends that they know some companies or individuals who, you know, kind of join in the bandwagon just to, you know, join the trend because they think they, they want it, it makes them look good, but they're actually hypocrites. So mm -hmm. if, if you're just, if you're, if you're just being like that, better not post anything. See, I, I, I totally agree with you there because I, I see posts that are, that, that go out and I, I can tell that they really are just using um, whatever global occurrence is happening at the moment, right. whether it be the pandemic, whether it be, you know, and, 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 and try and try to you know draw some lines into you know getting your attention about their company which ha would have nothing at all to do with you know and, and you can see that it's insincere you can see that it's not genuine you can see i, I can right. see right through it you know you can see exactly right. what they're trying to do so yeah i like what you said it's like you better just leave it alone just absolutely yeah leave it you alone. better just just don't say anything at all i mean it just make you look stupid especially to people who really know you <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, what's the point, <laughs> right? So better not just. There's a saying. There's there's a there's this saying that we always hear. If you got nothing good to say, shut your mouth. So right. the same thing with if you're not sincere about what you're saying, just shut your mouth. That's it. Oh yeah, I'm totally on board with that. Totally on board with that. I mean, you know, I I always, you you know, you see on LinkedIn people arguing and, and one of the one of the biggest things that you know arguments that they come up with is you know it, this is not facebook this is not facebook and they're like well, oh I can, yeah, yeah I, can, I, I can post whatever i want and i'm like oh good lord um right you, you know so i mean okay so yeah you you can post whatever you want but you got to remember that that linkedin is different than facebook in a, in a lot of ways okay you know you want to spout your uh your opinions, hey, that is your right. You go right ahead and spout your opinions. However, 
you have to expect the backlash. You, you, you can't speak to these professionals the, the same way you would speak to your friends and family. You know, right? Um, and and a lot of, and a lot of those posts that I do see, I say, I, I think in my head, you know, save it for Facebook because I don't want to see it. I'm not interested in it. But <laughs> you know, um, right. yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, I mean, I'm just I'm just saying, you know, this, that goes along with what you were saying is, you know, be responsible, be genuine. Um, because I'm looking at your post here, and and you have, and I liked what you have here. It says, "Be the giver." not the taker, never put out something for the sake of putting it out there. That is a powerful line, you know, uh, be responsible, right. be a responsible content creator, be purpose driven. Remember, it's not about you. It's about them. And that, that right. second line, never put out something for the sake of putting it out there. That's, that's powerful. That has, that has a lot, um, a lot in there. Um, just 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 talking about people debating about LinkedIn becoming Facebook. Um and and I just I mean I respect those people who have their own definition about LinkedIn, about how they want to use LinkedIn, and that's all right. And I respect those people who are very I mean, who are too traditional about LinkedIn, like they think of it just like, you know, like the old days where you just go ahead and update your profile and then that's it and then you just check for opportunity opportunities and that's it um just just about i just want to comment on the thought about linkedin becoming facebook because i'm really seeing the benefit of that i'm not really whining about it although some people can go overboard and that's when being responsible um creator comes in you have really have you really have to you know you, you really have to be careful of what you put out there sometimes. Um, I, I, I would say it's good that LinkedIn is becoming like Facebook, but not really uh, like what you said, like you are just talking to your family and friends. I mean, you can still be professional yet personal at the same time. Like, have a little dash of personal, uh, personal things in it. Um, I put, I, I always try to put out valuable content here on LinkedIn, but at the same time, I still try to show you that I'm doing capoeira. I'm taking selfies. Um, um, I'm, I'm, I'm doing TikTok. I mean, crazy TikTok videos, and that's not because I'm trying to, you know, just. I'm, I'm just trying to put it out there just for the heck of it. The reason why I'm doing that is because I want to show you that this is me. This is a real person that you're talking to. And if you notice in my banner, LinkedIn banner, I said putting the human in your marketing because that's what, that's what, that's the kind of culture we want to have in bubble media. If we, uh, that's what we want to have our, to, you know, what, that's what we want our clients to, uh, Remember that you have to put the human when in in your marketing. You have to talk to them like human. So right. that's that's what I that's think, what personal branding is is really all about. Yeah. And you know, I because I, uh, even me, I you know when I I get messages or you know stuff from from company pages, it it seems so impersonal. You know, I don't. I, am I talking to a person or am I talking to a company? Um, Right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's like you know, it, it does seem a really, really impersonal. So yeah, people do business with with people. 
Um, so right. yeah, that, that, that you know, human element, they, uh, I mean, that, that's one of the things, the great things about LinkedIn is you can get on there and people can get to know you before they take a call with you. Uh, they can read right. your content. They can know what you're all about. They can laugh at your jokes. Um, you know, they can yes. know your life or, you know, whatever stories you want to share. Right. Right. And, and I guess what I'm trying to say is that don't be too stiff. I mean, just, just break the ice sometimes. You don't have to be really that stiff and you just, yeah, you just, you just have to think like, yeah, I'm a professional. I have to be just in this lane. I can't go, go there. And no, that's not, that's not a LinkedIn thing. That's not, it's, as for me, it's totally fine. It's totally okay. Just, you know, loosen up a bit. It's totally fine. People love to see uh, the personal side of you because they can relate. They can relate. I mean, we're humans. We, 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 we do pretty similar stuff. So um, I think it's like showing your heart to, to your audience and showing what you are. You're not just a business uh, you're just not you're a real freaking business. You 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 see the human side of everything, and 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 that that's what I want to have in in my business. And I think that sounds great. So, if somebody wanted to get a hold of you, um, and, and talk to you about about your services, how what's the best way on LinkedIn or you know is there a, you know a, your website or. What's the best way to get a hold of you? Um, the best way to get a hold of me is through LinkedIn, through my uh, personal page. You can D DM me. Um, Facebook page, we, we are present on Facebook. So go ahead and check out Bubble Media and Co. and uh, message us there. Uh, we, are also, we can also respond to you on Instagram. And if we're friends on TikTok, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Great. And I'll put all those links that she provides in the description for the podcast. MJ, we are out of time. I have to wrap this up. Thank you so much. For oh, being here. that's really sad. <laughs> I enjoyed the I conversation. I wanted to talk more. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can always come back again. I was really again. nervous at first. <laughs> I was really nervous at first. Honestly, this is my first guesting and I am so thankful. I never thought it would come to uh, this that I'd be guesting in your podcast. You just suddenly invited me and I was, oh, really? This is like an opportunity for me to talk, to, to speak out on air. And it's, it's amazing. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, I also wanted to talk more and, you know, but of course, time is limited. That's all right. I hope you're able to get uh, what you want to get out from me, the juices that you want to get out from me. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and, you know, can always come back and, and talk again. Oh, thank you so much. That's, that's pretty amazing. And you know what? I just want to have uh, one last thing to say. Sure. Engagement. Engagement in any social media platform is really important. Like, it's not just the engagement that you do on the surface, like commenting on your own post, uh, mm -hmm. replying on people's comments on your own post and commenting on other people's posts. It's also what you're doing in the background. Like what I'm doing, you may have, you may not see me sometimes posting out content, but I'm all, I'm working on the background. I'm making friends with my network in the background. I'm checking out people like asking, how are they doing? Like just being friends with them. And 
it pays to be really um, engaging and friendly to your network. And look where I am. I got a podcast listing. I didn't even ask for it. <laughs> right? That's golden, That's what golden you get. advice. Golden advice. Right. Okay. Thank you so much, MJ. And uh, we will talk to you soon. Oh, thank you so much, Jeb. It's my, it's, it's my pleasure to have, it's my pleasure to be here. And thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Right, so that'll wrap it up for this installment of Telecast PH. I've been BizDev Jeff. Thank you so much for listening. And a special thank you to MJ for taking the time to talk with us today. Um, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. And if you're on the YouTube channel, please go ahead and like, subscribe, and tickle that notification bell so you'll be notified when I upload new content. And I'm always looking for great feedback, so comments are welcome. And of course, if you want to find out more about Telework PH and what we can do and how we can help your business scale up quicker, all you got to do is hop on over to www.teleworkph.com or hit me up on LinkedIn. Just search BizDevJeffThompson or the hashtag BizDevJeff. And as late great Dr. Wayne Dyer said, in a world where you can be anything, be kind. Take care, everyone. Be safe. This is BizDevJeff signing off.